Welcome to Trimming the Musical Fat. I'm Stephen Nicholson. I'm Paul Nicholson. And in this, our first Trimming the Cover version episode, we're going to be comparing the original 1967 version of The Beatles' I Am The Walrus with the 1994 cover version by massive Beatles fans Oasis and debating which is the better. So joining us on this sonic adventure is our guest, Paul Young. So to kick things off, let's hear a bit of the Beatles' original. interesting facts about the song. So I Am The Walrus is a song by English rock band The Beatles from their 1967 television film Magical Mystery Tour. So the song itself was written by John Lennon and credited to Lennon and McCartney. And it was released initially on the B-side to the single Hello Goodbye and on the Magical Mystery Tour EP and album. So in the film, The song underscores a segment in which the band mimed to the recording at a deserted airfield. So Lennon was partly inspired by two LSD trips and Lewis Carroll's 1871 poem, The Walrus and the Carpenter. Producer George Martin arranged an added orchestral accompaniment that included violins, cellos, horns, and clarinets. The the Mike Sam singers, a 16 voice choir of professional studio vocalists also joined the recording, variously singing nonsense lines and shrill whooping noises. Shortly after release, the song was banned by the BBC for the line, boy, you've been a naughty girl, you let your knickers down. Oof, how shocking. Hello. (laughs) So now let's hear part of Oasis's more raucous cover version. version so it's it's supposedly uh, a live recording of the band performing the song at the Glen Eagles Hotel here in Scotland and it was included as a b-side to the cigarettes and alcohol single and was subsequently added to the 25th anniversary edition of Definitely Maybe Um, and it's also a track on the the b-sides compilation from 9 to 8 the master plan. 
So guys, uh, I am the walrus. We've heard the Beatles version. We've heard the Oasis version. Before we talk about differences between the two and maybe which we prefer, what do you think of the song overall? So uh, Brother Paul, I'll maybe start with you. It's a brilliant song. Absolutely amazing song. And just all the stuff going on in it. It's just amazing. And it just makes me think of the film, Magical Mystery Tour, like the video. And they're dressed like the walrus. And, and is it not from a, a story, isn't it? I can't remember the name. It was based on two acid trips John Lennon had um, and Lewis Carroll's 1871 poem, it. The Walrus and the Carpenter. And I like at the end of it, I'm sure I remember, there's a bit of the Lassie theme tune at the end, isn't there? You know, oh, right at the end. Load, loads of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and the, yeah. and the moods, like Glenn Miller as well, that's in the end. So a, a great, brilliant song, and I suppose that's where, uh, like, ELO came from as well. They used that sound in the 70s. Uh, so, yeah, brilliant, brilliant song. Okay, and what do you like about the so you may have mentioned a lot of this already but what you like you kind of really been talking about the Beatles version there so lots of uh, trickery and mm. song snippets and sound collages uh, put into it there what do you like about the Oasis version it's just heavier it's just it's really good it's brilliant that was maybe one of the first songs I heard them doing it actually oh really it was on a CD single mm. at the time and but it's just a brilliant, brilliant version. I think Oasis, in some ways, I couldn't say that, no, for this. In some ways, a lot of their covers are better than the originals. Uh, this isn't as close, but it's just good. It's live. It just, and Liam's voice is probably just so much energy and power in it. Mm -hmm. and, and it's heavy. And yeah, brilliant. So brilliant version, one of the best cover versions. Yeah. Song. What about you, Paul? Um, you're a big fan of the song, and um, what do you think about the the two different versions? Yeah, I'm a, a, a big fan of the song. Um, big fan of the Beatles. I think one other good aspect about Oasis was when when you hear interviews with Manol and Liam, they were always talking about their influences. So there's a lot of '60s bands. Beatles, Small Faces, Kinks, or who that kind of thing, and I started to listen to that kind of stuff as well mm. off the back of that, and it's just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I loved it. Um, so yeah, I was always aware of the the Beatles version of it, um, yeah. you know, and it was it was always uh, a a good song. I wouldn't say it's my favourite uh, Beatles song. Um, I, I kind of liked. Um, sort of other stages of the Beatles music mm -hmm. that would be the Magical Mystery Tour wouldn't it that yep. sort of, yeah. so I like that that album but I've I've got um, other albums are, I would favour over that one okay. um, but when I, I first heard that Oasis song because they'd obviously played it a lot live when yeah. maybe and that was out so I heard them playing it live and it, it's just blew you away it was amazing um, like Paul said, it's just that kind of heavy guitars. Um, it's, I think, totally transforms the song into something else with mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. the same song. Yeah. That never-ending kind of 
guitar solo at the end mm-hmm. um, was just brilliant. Um, it was amazing. And if I'm right, I think he played that the night that Alan McGee signed him when he went... Um, In the cat house. Yeah. So I think he played yeah. four or five songs and that was one of them, I Am The Walrus. Um, so yeah, it's obviously been a signature song song from them. Um, you wouldn't have thought you could convert that into anything other than what it already was, but, but there you go. That was yeah. It was a, I like both versions, but I prefer the Oasis one because it's brilliant. Okay, which one do you prefer, um, Brother Paul? I'm going to be loyal to the Beatles, but I do think <laughs> I do think it's a brilliant version, and it takes a lot of balls as well to like cover mm-hmm. that. I mean. It's such a hard song. How are you going to cover it on the Morris? But they did it. And yeah, some could argue it's a better version. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's, mm-hmm. it's more rock, more heavy. It's how to do a cover version for me. Because I mean, I, I love the Beatles version. I love the Oasis version. And obviously I'd heard the, the Beatles one first. And I think for me, it's one of the Beatles' best songs. And I think the, you know, like so the cellos on it. And obviously you've got lots of stuff happening in the mix there you know different sounds cut into it and things being played backwards love all that it's great uh, i think the genius of the oasis thing is to say right yep we're just going to take the tune and we're going to can do a, a really scuzzy rock version of it and liam kind of sings it in a an almost punky way like johnny mm-hmm. rotten the way it sang um yeah, uh, and and it's just it's, it's kind of this punk version, is this kind of guitar wall of sound, which takes it to a different place, but still retains what you like about the the original, and that, that's what you want from a cover version. You, you don't want something identical, but you want something that's still that song, but do something really interesting and entertaining with it. And they they do it with the song, and I think the I remember the version. I bought the video. Was it the, was it Brighton the by by the sea? Was it by yeah. the sea? By, by the sea. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember watching that in the version oh, that when they finished the show of that, and no swiddling with all the effects pedals and everything, and and that end bit just goes on and on and on. And then like Noel and Liam have gone off, and the rest of the band just keep playing the rhythm section bit of it. Ah, oh, just absolute magic, absolute magic. So for me, I I love both versions um i mean it's one of these things if you say right you're thrown on a desert island and you're only allowed one of them which will you take um and i'd probably probably go with the beatles one um i do like all the, the different sounds on it there but it would be a very very tough choice whereas more often than not when we're comparing originals to cover versions almost always the original is very easy to say yeah i'm taking that original so fair play to oasis for for doing something do you, that's good do you remember when spitting image did like a spoof one and it was just like they made all these words like cucumbers on a washing line yeah <laughs> sure hail and paste it the same yeah yeah, yeah i remember of that they met Bob Dylan in the idyllic San Francisco of the mid-60s, and he introduced them to a strange substance that was to have an enormous effect on them. Tea. Despite warnings that it would lead to stronger things, the Ruttles enjoyed the pleasant effects of tea. 
and it influenced enormously their greatest work, Sergeant Rutter. Of course, the main thing that comes to my mind with the Sergeant Rutter album is uh, getting stoned and listening to it with the earphones, you know, particularly the, you know, the, the chord that lasted forever, you know. The release of this album, a millstone in pop music history, contributed greatly to an idyllic summer of bells, flowers, and tea drinking. Its music led thousands to experiment with tea. Eventually, even the press found out and offered Dirk the chance to deny it. It's, it's not up to me. If you come to me and ask me, I'm going to tell you the truth. Because it is the truth. I have had tea. Lots of tea. Indian tea. And biscuits. Dirk's admission created a scandal. The press grabbed hold of the wrong end of the stick and started to beat about the bush with it. Many pop stars were arrested for using and possessing tea. Nasty himself was busted by Detective Inspector Brian Plant, who brought his own to be on the safe side. There was an immediate outcry against this police persecution, and the London Times carried a full-page petition calling for the legalisation of tea. Women Musical Fat Podcast for Stephen and Paul Nicholson Production. Contact us via voicemail by going to anchor.fm forward slash ttmf forward slash message or tweet us at, mus at musical trimming or email us at trimmingthemusicfat at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group or visiting our website www.trimmingthemusicalfat.com or support us financially by going to Patreon and getting some great podcast exclusives. We're going to be comparing the original 1967 version of the Beatles' I Am The Walrus with the 1999... Mm -hmm. No, we're not. <laughs>